This podcast is intended solely for blind and visually impaired audiences and is brought to you by the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 50 years. It's time now for this week's episode of Tech It Out, a program poised on the cutting edge of technology. Outlook Enrichment is pleased to sponsor this edition of Tech It Out here on Radio Talking Book. For more information about Outlook Enrichment, please call 531-365-5051 or visit www.outlooken.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tech It Out. I'm your host, Dennis Nelson, from Outlook Enrichment. I'm an adaptive tech trainer with Outlook Enrichment, and as promised last time we got together, today's Tech It Out is going to consist of a review of some new accessibility features that have been added to iOS 17. Obviously, today, we're talking about the iPhone, and I hope you'll stay with us for the conversation here on Tech It Out. Well, here's hoping everyone had a wonderful holiday season, and as we continue recovering from that and getting into a brand new year, year 2024 we're going to try to start things off here at tech it out with a bang and talk about some new accessibility features that have been added to ios 17 obviously talking about apple's iphone in this particular episode of tech it out and there have been some new accessibility features that have been added i'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on most of them because i don't think that most of them will benefit most of us all that much but i do want to tell you about them let you know what they do what they don't do and all that sort of thing so we're going to get right into it here i'm going to go ahead and open up settings on my iphone dog messages double tap outlook setting outlook settings double settings and I'm going to go ahead, first of all, and open up accessibility, which I probably just could do from the iPhone itself now that I think about it. Open accessibility. Settings. Settings. Back button. Okay, that will get me there a little bit quicker. And accessibility. I should be on accessibility, which I am. So I'm going to use my rotor and choose headings, and then I can swipe down with one finger on my screen and get right to what I'm looking for, which is the speech heading here. Vision, heading, physical and motor, hearing, heading, speech, heading. As you can tell, there are a lot of options and a lot of accessibility features, which is a very cool thing that Apple has always focused on, is accessibility in their products. So we're going to show you some of these now. We're going to go to this speech heading and I'm going to start swiping to the right on my iPhone screen and we'll get to our first speech thing where they've added something new. Live speech. Off. Button. It is called live speech. I'm going to go ahead and do a single finger double tap on live speech so that you can hear what's available here. Accessibility. Back button. And now I'm going to start swiping to the right through this live speech menu so that you can hear what's what it has to offer. Live speech. Heading. Live speech. Switch button. Off. Right Double now, tap to toggle setting. Right now it's turned off, but of course we will turn it on at some point so that I can show you how it works. But before we do that, let's go through and see what some of the options in live speech are and what it will offer us. Triple click the side button to show live speech. 
That's the first thing. You triple-click your side button and or your home button on some SE models that still have a home button, but that will enable a shortcut screen which when you turn live speech on one of the many things it does is it adds a shortcut automatically to your shortcuts which is really nice you can pick and in my case i will always be using voiceover as most of our listeners do as well and so it will offer me the option of either going to the voiceover settings if you will or I can choose live speech, and I'll obviously choose live speech at some point here. But let's let's go through this live speech menu and tell you what's available here. Favorite phrases button. Now, favorite phrases, and that's something I used right away to save us some time. And you can actually type in ahead of schedule favorite things that you want live speech to say. It can be very handy. You can also be presented with a keyboard in live speech where you can type in live things as well now keep in mind most people using live speech are not going to be using voiceover there's also another app that or what i guess you'd call it an app or at least a feature that has been added to this one that works in combination with live speech called personal voice and we're not going to spend any time on personal voice but it takes a bit of setup and what personal voice does it allows you to set up a voice profile essentially on your phone that you can use when you use live speech and and the speech that is emanated from your phone if you will comes out in your voice although it is a little bit synthesized but it kind of comes out sounding somewhat like you again if you were going to use this feature a lot it might be something we might spend more time on but it takes a good half hour or more to set up just to set up the profile after you do that they recommend that you plug your phone in which gives it a chance to set up the voice profile that you just got done setting up and this is under personal voice and it also charges your phone but we're not going to even mess with personal voice because this is probably a feature most of us are not even going to use this feature i would say is more helpful to people who either have a hearing impairment maybe someone with a language barrier of some sort or for people who have some kind of speech impediment where they want the iphone's speech to take over but say what they want said and you know they might have somebody even put in favorite phrases and or they may type them in themselves and have the phone when they want to say something and make sure that they're understood say their favorite phrases which is what i did partly for time saving purposes here so that you can hear live speech operate now the next thing on here is the voice settings i'll let you hear what i chose i chose a different voice as you can hear my iphone that i'm using right now uses the siri voice as its default so i want you to be able to tell the difference between the siri voice talking and the live speech option talking so i chose a different voice as you're about to hear voices heading so we're going to go to voices and see what i chose english u.s rocco button rocco is the voice that i chose because it's an eloquence voice and those of you who are familiar with it it's more of a gruff voice that sounds almost like somebody talking at a very slow speed so it'll be very easy to tell when voiceover is talking or when rocco in this case used only for live speech is talking as you'll hear in a few minutes so let's see if there's any other settings here live speech uses keyboards to determine available voices all right that's that's the official explanation of what live speech is all about 
by Apple. Live speech uses keyboards to t- English, U.S., Rocco, voices, heading. So that's all we have here. So I'm going to get out of live speech for the moment. Accessibility. Return to Siri. Oh, wait. I have to turn. Live speech. Switch button. Off. Yeah, I need, to to turn, setting. I need to turn live speech on. So let's do that before I get out of here. On. Now, that doesn't change anything. And what I'm going to do is close. Accessibility. Back button. Accessibility. Guided access. Off. Button. Dock. Settings. Double tap to open. I'm going to go ahead and close settings for the moment and live the live speech settings. And I'm going to triple tap my side button on my phone. And as you will hear, it will give me some options here, which I think is very cool that they automatically add a shortcut. So when I triple tap the side button now, I not only get voiceover options brought up by default, but I'll hear live speech as well. Alert. Accessibility shortcuts. So see, it says accessibility shortcuts, and if I swipe to the right with one finger, selected voiceover button, live speech button. If I double tap with one finger on this live speech button, it will turn the live speech on. Dog settings. Double tap to open. Now live speech is enabled. So if I tap near the bottom left of my screen, I will start hearing some phrases that I've already set up in here. Where is mom? There's one of them. Where is mom? If I double tap on that, you will hear Rocco say, where is mom? Unfortunately, you'll also hear a bit of voiceover. But that's why I say most people that are using voiceover are not going to be using this anyway. But this is what it sounds like when live speech actually speaks my phrase, where is mom? Where is mom? (laughs) So uh, that's kind of cool. Now I can also swipe to the left here. Can I go to the bathroom? And I can double tap. Can I go to the bathroom? And those are the two phrases that I set up for demo purposes to show you what live speech can do. Now, I can also do a three-finger double tap here. Speech off. And turn speech off. Now, if I just double tap on the screen, you'll just hear the live speech working. Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> so it's kind of fun, and I know that if I swipe right, where is mom? I can get those things. That is live speech saying all that stuff. Speech on. There, I've got my voiceover back on. We're going to go back in. I'm going to turn off the speech settings for the moment. App switcher. And settings active. Swipe up with three fingers to close the app. Swipe up or down to select a custom action. Settings active. Settings. Accessibility heading. Vision heading. Hearing, speech, heading, live speech, on, button, accessibility, back button, live, live speech, switch button, on, double tap to toggle setting, off. Okay, I've turned live speech off, now I'm going to get out of settings completely. App switcher, setting, close settings, closing settings, valve. And I'm going to go to the next thing where some accessibility has been added. And you might again say, why in the world would a, especially a totally blind person, even want to use this next feature? But as you're going to hear, when we click a certain button here, it's going to make all the difference in the world. So what we're going to do is open magnifier. Magnifier, viewfinder, image. All right. And as you can hear, there's some controls in here that obviously Magnifier uh, uses cameras and visual things that we're not going to use. So that's not what we're going to look for. But what we are going to do, so I'm going to just swipe to the right here. Card controller, full size. And we're hearing some things that don't apply to us yet. Card controller, full size. 
Selected. Zoom. Zero percent. Zoom. Zero percent. Adjust cameras. Button. Brightness. Fifty percent. But filters. No filter. Flashlight. Off. Button. Tur detection mode. Off. Button. Actions available. Okay, detection mode. It is a button, so technically I should be able to choose buttons from here. Headings. Containers. Speaking rate. Words. Characters. Actions. Active headings. Containers. Headings. But it doesn't let me. Flashlight. Detection mode. Off. Button. Actions available. So I'm going to go ahead and turn on detection mode, which is what we want in Magnifier. That's This is where the cool accessibility additions are hiding. Detection mode on. Okay, so now I have to I have detection mode on and let's see what is provided under de detection mode. Done. Button. People detection off. Button. People actions available. People detection. If you turn this on, it doesn't work well in here cuz I'm the only person, so it's not going to identify someone, but if you see somebody that you know uh, and you know what they look like, you could turn on people detection to find them. Uh, just as an example, kind of off-the-wall example, if you knew somebody for sure had orange hair and maybe they were the only one in the place that did, you could uh, aim your camera in such a way that it might, uh, with people detection on, detect that person. Uh, it was just the silliest example I could think of, but uh, there, there could be, depending on what the person is wearing or something that you know about the person that... Uh, could help you distinguish them in a crowd or something with this people detection mode on. So that's one of the first features that's offered. If we swipe to the right again, door detection, button. Door detection, door detection can be very, very useful and very handy. Uh, it helps you find doors as you navigate through areas. It doesn't work well in here, partly because of lighting and the fact I'm in a studio surrounded by all kinds of wires and microphones and other things. It's not going to detect a door very well. But these are, again, all things you can play with in your own environment and see how they work. I'm just letting you know they're here. So if we swipe to the right again. Image descriptions. Off. Button. Image. Turn on. Actions available. Image descriptions. Well, that can be helpful for describing images such as photos and things of that sort. So that is available here. Text detection. Off. Button. Turn on. Actions available. We're all familiar with text detection in one form or another, probably. We have used it with other apps such as Seeing AI and Be My Eyes and many other things that are out there now. Uh, text grabbers and other uh, such app and uh, so that is available here in magnifier as well and if you turn it on it can pick up text and read it for you and that sort of thing point and speak off button point and, actions available point and speak is another cool thing that is offered here it, you can point your phone and its camera Add an item such as a microwave, for example, and get it to read the buttons on the microwave in many cases. So, again, uh, if you have an application or uh, uh, a need for something like this, this is available here in Magnifier. Just by uh, clicking the, or double, double tapping with one finger on the Done button, that turns detection mode off and you can get out of there. Now I'll just go ahead and close Magnifier because we no longer need it. Magnifier active. Swipe up with close magnifier. FaceTime. Double tap to open. 
Okay, there's one more accessibility feature that I want to discuss here, and this is the one that I think is going to have the most impact on our listeners to this podcast. And I'm going to tell my phone to go ahead and open up accessibility again. Open accessibility. Settings. Okay, so we're on accessibility. Now I can use my headings and swipe down with one finger to the general heading. Heading, physical and motor, hearing, heading, speech, heading, general, heading. There we go. Now if I swipe to the right, we'll skip the first item. Guided access, off, button. We don't want that, but we do want this next one. Assistive access, button. Assistive access. Assistive access takes your phone and simplifies it for somebody who maybe can't or doesn't want to use an iPhone in its normal running mode. Now, there are some things to know about assistive access before you even get started. First of all, assistive access uses a four-digit PIN all of its own, on its own accord, if you will, or of its own accord. And the four-digit PIN, you have to know along with the Apple ID for the phone, and you also have to know the original passcode for the phone. So if you're going to set this up for someone, you want to make sure (laughs) that you have all your ducks in a row, so to speak, and you have all that information if you're setting this up for anyone, or they have to be willing to share it with you and or what have you, so that you can get in, in many cases, because when a software update is needed, for example, on the phone, you can't be in the assistive access mode. So you have to be able to exit assistive access and get into the phone using their normal six-digit passcode or whatever they use. There are a few people who don't have any passcode at all, though that is not recommended. But you have to probably know their six-digit passcode. So those are things to keep in mind if you use assistive Access. Another thing I would say to you in assistive access, if you actually activate it, especially for the first time, it's going to ask you about what you want to make accessible to the person that you're probably helping. Now, seasoned iPhone users might want to play with this and turn on various things, and that's up to you, of course. You're certainly welcome to do that. But chances are good that if someone is using this, it's going to be someone that you're helping out. So I recommend that you find out from the person you're going to be helping out what features they want to see on a daily basis on their phone. And you can go through this either with them directly or get a list and write it down, whatever form it takes, and go through these assistive access features and turn on only what they need. If you do this in the very beginning, you'll end up very quickly with a screen that matches what the person wants. If you go ahead and turn all kinds of stuff on, they may come back to you and say, can you go into assistive access settings and turn a whole bunch of this stuff off? And that means you got to go through and remove all kinds of things. It gets very complicated. I must confess to you, I did this podcast one time trying to show you all of that, and it was very time-consuming, much more time than we had for the podcast. So I said, I'm not going to do that in this podcast, but that's something you can play with again at home if you wish to do so. And again, if you have trouble or want to set up some of these things and have no one to help, that's where our open lab can come in at Outlook Enrichment. You can contact us. 
we recommend that you do it the Wednesday before you come in so that we know what you're coming in about and you can just say I need some help with some of these accessibility features or that assistive access that you talked about on the podcast sounds like something I want to be a part of and I want help setting that up and we can certainly do that with you but assuming that you're listening and you're going to help someone set this up especially just having come through the holiday season maybe you've got someone an iphone and you're discovering gosh you know it works well for me but gosh i bought this for grandma and she can't get around it at all and all that kind of thing this might be an option for such a person so we're going to go ahead and go into assistive access here and i'm going to show you what it has to offer Now, um, I'm in the assistive access menu now, and it has a lot of things, some of which are not enabled on my phone, but it lists all the different things that are available. So I'm going to swipe through this menu so that you can hear what's here. All right, let's get to the beginning of this so that it all makes sense. Let's go here. I'm using one finger to swipe to the right to do this, by the way. The first button is the Start Assistive Access button, which we will be pushing here pretty soon. Start assistive access button. But I'm going to swipe to the right of it for the moment. Assistive access provides a distinctive iOS experience for iPhone. Apps have been redesigned to be larger and contain core features that can be easily customized. So that's Apple's official explanation of what assistive access is and what it does. So having heard that, we're going to swipe to the right again. After setting up assistive access, you can make changes at any time in settings. Learn more about assistive access. Link. Double tap to activate embedded link. So there's a, a link that you can uh, do a one-finger double tap on to learn even more about assistive access. I won't waste your time making you listen to that for now. Uh, this is something, again, you can explore as you choose. Applications. Heading. Now this lists all the applications that are available on my home screen once i activate assistive access but i since you're going to hear those i think we'll skip those i'm going to go to the end of this Find my button. Find menu my here options. Heading. okay options heading manage apps button so i can manage apps there's options. some Heading. there are some options that i can get to here i can set this so that it'll show items on the screen in rows or I can choose grid, and here's an explanation of what those two things are and what, they, what the difference is. Choose how icons and text will appear in assisted access. Rows will increase the size of text and display items in lists. Grid will make icons more prominent. So rows, yeah, well, like it said, I can't possibly repeat it, so I'm not going to try. So what we're going to do, just to save some time here, is go to the uh, Start Assistive Access button, and you can hear what assistive access sounds like if you will with my voiceover once i get it started now the first thing when i click this when i click this start assistive access button it's going to ask for that four digit pin that i talked about that you're going to have to have in order to use this so i'm going to go ahead and do a single finger double tap on start assistive access accessibility back button enter assistive access passcode I I swipe to the right with one finger so that I go to that edit field. I'm going to uh, do a single finger double tap on it so I can enter the passcode. Passcode, zero and four values entered. Six, nine. 
six. And now what's going to happen? Now what's going to happen is I'm entering assistive access, and my phone is going to reboot into the assistive access mode that I've already set up. I've already gone through the process, and now it's ready to uh, come on here. And now, as I swipe across my home screen, you'll hear the things that I've added to the assistive access menu. You want, you may want more or less things added to your assistive access menu but here's what i put in just for demo purposes 86 battery power not charging Dim. that's the first thing there is an option to allow the battery icon to show calls button and then you can go to calls messages button messages ira explorer button ira explorer photos button photos authenticator button authenticator clock button 12 11 9 3 10 8 4 7 5 and contacts button files button find my button mail new button news button notes button outlook button reminders button safari button translate button voice memos button weather button word button cat w so those are all of the options that are now available on my screen, and I have no status bar. So if I go to the top and want to hear this and look for the status bar like we normally do on an iPhone, I'm not going to get it. It's gone. So that's why I made sure that the clock was showing. I also have Siri enabled so the person can use Siri if they want to to ask things like the current time and temperature, all that kind of stuff is going to be gone from their main screen. Just the things that you heard on this screen are now available in assistive access mode. And uh, so it does really simplify the iPhone experience. Now, the people that use this still have to double tap and they have to do the basic gestures, but they also can get to those items a lot quicker and it eliminates a lot of extra things on their home screen that might just confuse them and make it very difficult. For example, if we go to calls, which most people are going to want accessible to them. All right, I'm going to have to actually swipe left to get to calls. Weather button, voice memos, translate, support, remind, upload, note, news, mail, find, files, button, contacts, clock, button, authenticator, photos, button, iron explorer, messages, button, calls, button. Okay, so if I double tap on calls, right away you're going to see it's a much simpler experience to use. Phone, back, button. Right away it opened up their phone. Back, button, phone. Back, button, delete, backward, fill, button, phone number. Phone number. And if I tap on phone number, it'll bring up the keypad. Phone number. Delete backward fill. Back button. Call button. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, sorry, zero. Number sign. Number sign. So obviously I can put in a phone number there. They can. You also heard earlier that they have access to contacts. So they can go find a contact, double tap on it, and in most cases, if there's a phone number there, it will have a call button and that sort of thing. But this is the basic keypad, and I got there very quickly without having to do anything special. The only thing I have to do now is find my back button. Which 
hides itself in the middle of the very far left side of the screen in this case. And that's the only way to get out of that. Then I have to go to the bottom of my screen on the right-hand side, which is usually when you're in an assistive access menu. That's usually where you'll find the back button. But to get out of that dialer, you have to actually find it on the about the middle of your screen on the left-hand side is how you get out of the actual phone dialer. But now we're going to get out of assistive access altogether. Um, the simplest way to get out of assistive access is to triple click your right side button here. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Assistive access. And I'm going to swipe to the right until I hear us exit assistive access. Settings button. Emergency button. Exit assistive access button. Enter assistive access. Passcode to exit. Use the keypad to type in the assistive access passcode. And see, they even want the passcode to get out of here. They want to make sure I really want to leave this mode. Passcode field zero four values entered. Passcode field zero four values entered. Which, again, if you're going to do software updates or anything major like that for the phone, you're going to want to get out of here. So it's okay that I want to get out, but they want to make sure I want to get out. That is a brief overview of assistive access and a brief o- briefer overview, if you will, or more... I don't know what you say there, but anyway, a little little bit of a brief overview of the newest accessibility features that have been added to iOS 17 and above. So, very cool things and different uses for different people, but again, another attempt by Apple to try and make accessibility more of a reality, and I just personally think that that assistive access is probably going to be the biggest and coolest thing that was added, especially for totally blind users of the iPhone who may want a simpler way of interacting with it. So just some things to keep in mind and wanted to pass them along right here on Tech It Out. You've been listening to Tech It Out, the program that dances on the cutting edge of technology. This program is made possible by Outlook Enrichment. For more information about Outlook Enrichment, please visit www.outlooken.org or call 531-365-5051. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of Nebraska Public Media. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 50 years. Thank you for being loyal Radio Talking Book listeners and supporters.